state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Black Bruce Wayne, here with Ali, aka Alan. Raj, aka the sleep hit different creator. You're finally uh you're finally staking your claim in the ground. <laughs> are you are you gonna try to uh you know get that phrase? I don't know, but I feel like I should. It's grown pretty crazy. Like I wake up and everyone's like, How was your sleep? Oh my god. Let me wake up, man. Like <laughs> If LeBron <laughs> Everyone's if Le- so caring, everyone's not I know. It's, it's wild. I'm just curious about your nocturnal patterns. <laughs> just wait till the next Lakers loss. <laughs> how if, how uh, they're gonna get more than ever questions. If LeBron can trademark Taco Tuesday, I think you can trademark sleep hit different. I think that's fair. <laughs> yes. Someone's uh, gonna come out with like my REM cycle change. Like <laughs> when when uh, the Lakers lose and they ask how did you sleep, you just be like, mm, it's still different. It's only their loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And some Laker hater like, how's your sleep now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bet you didn't sleep last night, did you? <laughs> you got like people tweeting me like your sleep schedule is gonna be messed up, man. I'm like I'm oh, chill, bro. Like. <laughs> Better get the melatonin out, Raj. <laughs> no, the night will. Oh man, I, I've actually—I don't think I've ever—I've never taken the the like the syrup night quill, like the liquid night quill. But my roommate did two nights ago, and he slept for like twelve straight hours. So I might have to pull that out at some time. Dude, you never had night quill. Like I've have d- taken the pills, but it's not the same. No, it's not. It's no. like it's like there's a difference between taking like cold medicine, like Alka Seltzer mm-hmm. cold and sign, versus taking like. Like drinking Robitussin, dude. Like try Nyquil. Yeah, it'll knock you out. Are you like advertising the <laughs> recreational use of <laughs> Nyquil for when you can't go to sleep? It doesn't matter if you're sick or not. Just have it. <laughs> Goodness, great! I thought this was a pod for the kids. <laughs> well, you've never like held your nose and had to take Nyquil in, and then like <gasps> no, what Nyquil doesn't taste that bad. No, the the green one. Oh, it that does tastes not horrible. Taste that bad. No. Oh. It all tastes trash. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, the green one tasted like death to me, but like it worked. So like, you just did it. But I remember. Hold it up. Like... Quick question. I forgot. What's your favorite um, Starburst flavor? Don't think I have one. I... You're not human. <laughs> I don't. I don't really like candy like that. But if I had to pick, it'd be pink. Yes, thank you. People Is say that... I've had two people recently tell me yellow, and I'm like, no. That's well, they're wrong. Huh? They're wrong. Yeah, they're very wrong. I would probably say yellow if I had. Oh my god! Have have a have a pink one right before you go to bed and tell me how your sleep is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't work with everything. All right. Like. <laughs> wow, pink starburst sleep hit different. <laughs> really lowering the bar here, huh? <laughs> Ali, that might have been the best joke you've ever said on the pod. <laughs> You, you're catching me at a good time. We usually record 6 a.m. or record like 12 a.m. So this is different. Wow, who knew recording a podcast at a reasonable hour would produce better content? <laughs> now I have high expectations for this pod and I'm going to screw this up. Uh, I believe in you, man. I believe in you. What's your favorite candy, Ali, by the way? A uh, hundred grand, followed by Milky Way. So chocolate bars are candy. What was the first one you said, Ollie? 100 grand. I don't think I've ever had that. Have you ever heard of it? No. The only time you'll ever see them nowadays is in the Halloween packs. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like those better than Twix? Probably Twix is probably my favorite. 
Yeah, I like those more than Twix. Uh, so the way I describe 100 grand is if it was Milky Way mixed with Crunch. Oh, uh, okay. Have you had one, Rick? No, that that sounds gross. I don't like I don't like chocolate. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't like chocolate or candy. So you you combining nasty things to tell me how good something <laughs> wait, wait, is. You don't like chocolate or candy? No, I like uh candy. I like I like root beer candy, and that's literally about it. Uh, I, gummy I'm bears. I mess with gummy bears, but that was because they fed them to us at halftime in high school football games. I'm sorry for whatever traumatizing experience happened during your childhood that made you hate candy. Bro, I just I don't I don't I don't like supers. I don't know. The only you, you know what my favorite sweet thing is like if I had to have one thing that was sweet for the rest of my life root beer General So's chicken <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese sweet food and spicy yeah like what else <laughs> no you want to know what uh, I did the other day like what I created the other day like food wise God forbid if this involves ketchup <laughs> no 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 but I had I had I did it does not actually because this wouldn't go along well with it okay um I made potatoes and eggs and like mixed it together and then while I was frying it I poured some honey on top what <laughs> Yeah, I was I with you with the potatoes and eggs, and then you just threw honey on it. I, yeah, I legit thought you were about to be like, I made potatoes and eggs, and I was like, yeah, that's, that sounds delicious. Those are fine. Like no, 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 no. But then I put honey on top, mixed honey. it, and I and I ate it. Let me tell you, it was like imagine eggs and potatoes just being like super sweet. I I don't want that though. Like yeah, I no, no, I didn't know. I didn't know I wanted it either until I had it. What 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 brought you to? Did you see this somewhere, or were you just like you were just feeling like like I've Leonardo da Vinci inventor mind, in the kitchen? I have a great mind for cooking, so I don't need to see it. I just need to feel it, you know. Wow. And I felt that at the moment, and I was like, "Honey, on this sounds good," and I made it. And let me tell you, I don't regret it. Yeah, I'm hosting like a Friendsgiving today, and I put out potato eggs with honey. They might all leave like. A... <laughs> and this is my specialty: sweet potato eggs. Wait, Raj, where was the invite? I mean, you're welcome to come. It's at like five, uh, five o'clock. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, well, I guess now I can buy a plane ticket. Uh, goodness gracious, <laughs> the audacity! <laughs> I guess, uh, Ali, I guess it was Friendsgiving and not fellow podcast yeah, host giving. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a podcast oh God. at all. I, I, see, I see how you view us now. We're not friends. We're just, we're, we're just acquaintances. We're co-workers. Yeah, exactly. We're free co-workers. <laughs> well, well, now that I know where we stand and what this relationship really is, we can move on to business. Raj, I don't give a, I don't give a f- how you're sleeping anymore. <laughs> Hey, to be fair, I told y'all about this like four days ago. Yeah, that's pretty fair, actually. (laughs) Oh, man, that was great. All right, so Oklahoma City. (laughs) That was the the great uh, segue. Yeah. Um, yeah, Actually, though. So I just want to admit that I've... I, I, I will admit, maybe it's the fact that there were two days in between games... And maybe it's also the fact that I was working during both games, so I didn't get to watch either of them as closely as I would have liked. So when I was watching them, I was a little more invested and a little more interested. But I would like to retract and walk back my statement about how the home and home is stupid um, because it offered a, a nice a nice uh, couple days of anticipation and, and intensity in, in the games. So I would like to publicly apologize for that, that stance. I'll accept it. Yeah. All right, so f*** me then. Um, 
<laughs> so, uh, again, didn't watch too much of the game, but from what I did see, it seemed as if the Lakers continued their trend of not really caring. <laughs> I want you to give a breakdown of how you think the game went. I know you looked at the stats. Give me a breakdown of what you think happened, like quarter-by-quarter basis. Um, Quarter-by-quarter basis. Um, You'll know kind I, I of some of it. I can't, like I can't give you a quarter-by-quarter quarter basis. I can give you... Dennis Schroeder playing out of his mind, Rondo oh kicking him in the balls, <laughs> the the bench giving up a bunch of points, and then the Lakers winning. That's all I got. <laughs> Pretty much yeah, there. that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's about it, actually. Um, oh, no, no, no. The Lakers hit threes. That's, that's oh, something yeah, that I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, like, hit a bunch of threes. In fact, if you want to read more about it, you can go click on my article. Bam! All right, go ahead. <laughs> You got you to gotta give them where they can click. <laughs> On the internet thing. <laughs> okay. You go to um, the Twitter so, sphere and it's going to be somewhere up there. So someone who watched more than 15 minutes of the game can give a, a better a better sense. Because all I remember, Ron, Rondo kicking Dennis Schroeder in the, in the family jewels was really the highlight of the game for me. And then complaining about it when he got ejected for it. That was, that was about all I remember. Listen, I I was actually upset with how Rondo handled that. One, you deserved to get ejected. Like you did, you know what you did there, um, uh-huh. right? Like, am I am I wrong there? No, that was totally like accepted. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. He knew what he was doing. I mean, and then secondly, like he wouldn't leave the court in a timely manner. Like he was just like complaining. In fact, like if you watched it, you could see exactly what he was yeah. mouthing. Yeah. Um, to the referees. Um, what was like he mouthing? He's, he's, he's got to know better than that. What, what was he mouthing? Oh, we, it's, it's not, not for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, it's not. Maybe when Kendrew's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Kendrew can say it. We the can. two initials of the words are F and then P. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fruit plate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Love there a good fruit go. plate. Fruit of day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Friendsgiving. <laughs> We've come full circle. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, to be honest, like it's it, it's when Rondo does stuff like that, it reminds me why I didn't want him on the team. <laughs> right, um, but, but then again, it's like that series thing you talked about, right? It's you didn't like having a series at first, but you have two teams that can kind of adjust to each other, and I think that kind of stemmed from the first game where. Do you remember when AD kind of dunked and then his leg hit like, I don't mm-hmm. know who it hit, and then Schroeder kind of got in his face. Yep, and then Rondo's like, I'm gonna make that guy's life living hell the next game and that's basically what he did like he did was up into him the whole time and and annoyed the and got under his skin a little bit did you see how it started the Schroeder thing or yeah, the Schroeder thing i think they were just guarding each other right in, in the second how it like really really escalated was mm-hmm. uh was crusoe fell on the floor oh yeah yeah, yeah i saw and, that and then rondo i mean uh Schroeder like was helping crusoe up and like he grabbed his hand and he was pulling him up rondo goes in the middle separates their hands and then helps Crusoe up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that. that's actually amazing. <laughs> that, no, and then sh- that's how it all started. Because Shooter was leaning. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? And then, like, Rondo was trying to inbounds the ball, and they were kind of, like, face-to-face. It, like, that's how it, like, kind of started. Yeah. So, like, Lakers Twitter obviously doesn't like Rondo at all. But I kind of like that he gives them that, like, that whole kind of attitude. You know what I mean? We have a lot of, like, really nice, like, Danny Green's, like, a super stand-up dude. But, like, you need one of those, like, just holes on your team. That, no, that agreed. You, like ev- every team needs like a Draymond or, you know, like a Pat yeah. Beverly in a sense. Every team needs that guy. It's just a matter of like being able to control the emotions when you really need to, you know, like being able mm-hmm. to not leave the court 
at a correct time <laughs> or like not kicking someone in their balls. It's okay to be in their face, but don't just swing your leg up like that. I thought Jared Dudley was that guy for us. He was supposed to be, but like he I was just been, kidding. I was know. just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 dead serious. He was supposed to be that guy. You know, he can be an irritant for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. But he's not just like an asshole. Like, he's not an asshole though. Like, yeah, that, there's a difference. No. There's yeah. a difference precisely. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was supposed um, to be the guy who, like, if someone's messing with with a player, he's gonna go make sure like they know like what's up. Yeah. I, ironically, I really like I I like Dennis Schroeder a lot, and I wish he was that guy for us to be honest, because <laughs> he also has the potential to like bring his team back into a game like he did yeah. last night. Can you imagine yeah. Schroeder was our was the point guard off the bench for us? Like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, shout out to Anthony Davis for going eleven eleven from the free throw line and clipped free throws. Yeah, he he was great. Yeah. Also, he hit like four threes, right? Uh, yeah, he hit four. He hit four of seven threes, and KCP hit four of five. K- Dude, KCP has been on a tear as of late. He's been on a. He's been on a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna prove you all wrong. Tear. Did you all hear? Well, that? I was like, I thought you were trying to like play intro, like background music to your monologue. <laughs> no, I'm so confused. Was, that was a YouTube video playing. Okay. <laughs> that went out of nowhere. I didn't press play or anything. And then I was like, they're probably going to hear this. So KCP, after starting off the year, I don't even know what, just terribly, is now uh-huh. shooting 40% on threes. Yeah. Dude, he's, and, he's playing exactly like how like Laker fans want him to play. Yeah, and he's like doing everything quickly. There's no like weird decision making. Like He's coming off of handoffs and pulling up or like finding Dwight for lobs. He just turned into like the perfect role player. He's, he's underpaid now, which is weird. Like he's making eight million, and that's like a good amount for a guy who does what he does. At least for maybe, now, maybe he was he worth that eight million he turned down from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, hey, sorry, sorry. No, listen, 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 listen. Hear me out. This is devil's advocate. Let's just say he starts playing like this, this same KCP all season. Okay, uh-huh. what uh-huh. contract do you think he gets? Do you think it gets close to that Detroit contract? No, no. <laughs> like, we, we they, like they don't. The league, the league, the league was perfect for guys like him to receive contracts like that yeah. when it was offered. But now, like you'd have to be like a defensive wing with, uh-huh. with like either a playmaker or a three point shooter I to think, like get that kind of money. I think if KCP was about, you got to be Terrence Ross to get that kind of money. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I, I think if KCP was three inches taller, he would get that kind of money. Yeah, yes, ex- oh, like, yeah. exactly. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, if he was three inches taller, he'd get that kind of money from the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if KCP was three inches taller, I'd be fine with him defending, you know, bigger wings like Kawhi. But, like, it's just, it's hard when... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, it, it is what it is. But he did a good job on, like, Chris Paul yesterday. I think he, yeah, was, he, he was stuck on Chris Paul, and, like, he moves his feet well, and, I don't know, he's, he's been really no, good. He's he's great at, like, denying players the ball or making them really work to have to even, like, go get the ball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm trying to find this number real quick. Uh, okay. And here it is. In the last six games, KCP is ten of seventeen from three, shooting fifty-eight point eight percent. Like that's that's awesome. Yeah, it was right after like Dwight told everybody to chill. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that meant a lot. That's that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Maybe that meant a lot to KCP. A lot of people on Twitter are like, we bully him into into shooting, <laughs> into yes. shooting well. Like, in a sense, I get that, but I genuinely think what like has made him like switch is like the fact that he sees like his team is all defending him. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have happened without the bullet. So I mean, I don't know. Um. Yeah. Apologies to KCP. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I apologize for calling him Contavious Cost of Doing Business Pope. He is much more <laughs> than the cost of doing business. I think you should bleep that out when you say that. <sighs> fine, fine. But then they won't know what I'm talking about. Not everybody yeah, follows think, me. Yeah, Twitter. never mind, never mind. Yeah, they're, they're going to be like, Contavious <laughs> Pope, and they'll be like, what did he call the guy? <laughs> yeah, but the, um, the slander was, like, warranted. Like, let's be honest. Like, he was horrible to start. Like, oh, he no, was... it's, the slander was fair. It was, yeah. It was fair. Yeah. yeah. He, he was, was like, he was putting up zero fair. lines. Like, zero, yeah. zero, zero, zero. It wasn't, like, it they, wasn't they called him like, binary mamba. It, it wasn't fair overall, because, like, mm-hmm. he was still doing well defensively, but, like, right. <laughs> offensively, he was not... Exactly, I, yeah. I, Not great, not good, not okay. Right. Um, they also said they wanted to bully Kyle Kuzma into playing better defense. Um, <laughs> and he had a pretty awesome chase down block last night. He did. So he maybe, did. Maybe yeah. that works and too. You know who that was on? I forgot. I think, I, okay, I, I'm like, I'm like 80% sure it was Mike Muscala. Oh, yes. Okay. I thought you oh, yeah, yeah. Earlier. You're I was right. Like, no, it wasn't. Um, and that, that was for his play last, like, that was for all Laker fans there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Vindication. Exactly. <laughs> like poor Mike Muscala didn't do a thing. Like, it's not his fault. It's no, in no way is it his fault that he, like, was, didn't pan out to be the person that Magic thought he would be for them. It's not his fault that he was who he was the last, like, six years. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please, let's not relitigate that. Imagine if he comes to L.A., like, gets rained and I, I don't know if he got rained and boost. But just imagine Mike Muscala getting rained and boost. Like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I literally did nothing. You guys wanted me to be like Dirk Nowitzki. What is this? Kusa's shot looks legit, though. No? Yeah. He's... For he's sure. coming off like he's coming off like screens and hitting. He's, I know that looks awesome, man. He looks. I, I love the way his shot looks, and it just yeah. like he he seems more comfortable too. Yeah, and it looks different, right, than last year. It's a lot more like concise. Like yeah. at the line, you can really tell it's really deliberate. I don't know. It's it's cool. Like people were like really killing him. Like he was kind of like KCP. The first few games were like, oh, what if Kuz can't shoot? Like, and then all of a sudden he just went crazy. You ready for this? Okay, so Lethal Shooter works with three guys on the Lakers, right? KCP, Kuz, and Anthony Davis, right? Uh-huh. In the last six games, 58.8%, 45.2%, 42.1%. So I think Lethal Shooter deserves an apology. Nah, that's Mike Penda. What's, what's the shooting coach's name? No, yeah, yeah, that's also him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, he deserves, like, credit. He's just, like, really out there. That's why people like to go at him. I mean, he's... He's very. He's good at advertising. I guess that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. How crazy is it that the Lakers didn't have like a shooting? Like that's still so like crazy to me that they didn't have a shooting coach last season. I heard that's not like not normal, right? Like, no, it's not. not every... It's not, not normal, but I feel like that's the way to start. You know. Yeah. A lot of. I like, mean, it's more of a. <clears throat> Teams do need it, I think. The, I the Lakers sense. aren't exactly well regarded as the most, I don't know, efficient with their resources organization. Like yeah. the analytics staff is like a two-man shop or a three-man shop. Mm-hmm. They haven't exactly had – they don't have a reputation for having the best medical resources or staff aside from the brand-new facility, like in terms of the actual resources. Right. Like in terms of things on the margins, the Lakers aren't known or, or have – they don't have a reputation for being the best. So it kind of doesn't surprise me that like they're like, shooting coach, you're a professional basketball player. Like shoot. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. 
Um, I, I listen to Hollinger and Duncan's organizational rankings. I don't know if you guys have listened to that podcast. This is not a promotion of that podcast, but <laughs> I have not. Um, it, they did organizational rankings, and it was actually super interesting because they had the Lakers towards towards the bottom, but not as bad as I expected. Because you know Nate Duncan is kind of a hater, um, <laughs> and and John Hollinger, having been in a front office, has pretty extensive knowledge. So they, they actually graded out as below average, which I thought they were going to get get completely uh-huh. destroyed. So. Yeah, this team was like killed on the margins over the summer, right? Like, what the hell are you doing with your money? Like, eight, like I think they spent like eight million, obviously, on KCP, and then all those minimums. I think we used cap space to sign Quinn Cook and things like that. And then I think like the other resources aren't capped, right? Like the like the analytical team that you can sign and all that stuff. So, yeah, I see why it could be like below average, I guess, on those rankings. Yeah, well, still gonna win a championship this year, so don't care. <laughs> Thirteen and two. Um, so I feel like there was a point like previously where the Lakers, obviously they were leaning on the defense, but the offense was like not grading out as well in terms of analytics. And now because the team has kind of just like been messing around and, uh-huh. and waiting to just like shut down teams in like the later quarters and then turn on the offense. The moral of what I'm saying is the Lakers are now like top 10 in both. Well, top, obviously top 10 in defense. They're top three in defensive rating, but now mm-hmm. they're like six or seventh, depending on which site you use, in offensive rating. Mm-hmm. Is like. Well, they've, they've like been kind of slacking the last few games on the defensive end. Yes. You can tell, mm-hmm. you can tell they're not really trying as hard. Um, and I think because of that, they like have to improve offensively they have to make up for it which my thoughts exactly which they've they've like been shooting the lights out of the ball so i mean yeah Yeah. one if you if the defensive end is going to go down you have to improve on the offensive end and that's what they've been doing yeah it's like a trade-off i think when you whenever you throw like 40 minutes of rondo and kuzma into your your minutes rotation your defense is definitely going to take some kind of drip but the offense like boost should be enough, and I think it has. I think you'd rather be like a top five offense and a top five defense than like a top two defense and like a seventeenth offense, right? Yeah. Like I think it's better to be great in both of those. You have a higher ceiling, so I think the trade off has been well. Like Rondo, obviously, when he plays, your defense isn't going to be the best defense in the league. You just like that's probably not possible. But if your offense can still sustain and you're dropping like one twenty and you're still winning by like we have like the third best net rating, I think still we're winning by like nine points a game, which is what like Milwaukee won by last year, so I think it's worth it. All right, so real quick, you said when you throw Kuzma onto the court, and you, I think you meant to say that the the defense was going to take a little dip, but you said yeah. it was going to take a you said it was going to take a little drip, and I was like, oh, you're, <laughs> oh, at, you're at Kuzma, of course it's going to be some drip. It's Kuz. Bad. <laughs> um, but all I, about the swag on this podcast. <laughs> but to your point, though, so I I think the reason why I said that was because like it's obvious that the team. We've seen it. They have the potential to be elite uh-huh. defensively, and when and when they're hitting shots, and when LeBron tries for four forty minutes, they have the to the the potential to be elite offensively as well. Like we were like seventeen, and now we're six in offensive rating. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. but my, so my question is like, do you have, do you either of you think we're gonna ever reach a point in the season where like the guy where, where they just they do them both? You know, because I'm looking at some of these stretches in the schedule, and it's like you know from from like. From Christmas to say mid January or like that that mid March stretch, that mm-hmm. early March stretch, I should say, like there's gonna be 
10 games where only two of them are coming against easy opponents. Like, do you think we're going to see the like the Lakers be like that the 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 playoff team that we expect to see in April during those stretches or do you think we're not going to see that until until after the season? No, I don't I don't think you see it till after the season. I think the only times you will see that team is when they go up against guys like like the Clippers, like against Philadelphia. You'll see it in certain like games, but in stretches I don't think so. Personally, I think you'll see it. In, yeah, like I agree with that. I think you'll see it in parts in games. Like every game, the Lakers have had well, at least that they've won. They've had some insane run that you're like, oh crap, this is like one of the best teams in the league. Like even against OKC last night in the third quarter, they had some like insane. They started the third twenty eight to twelve, and then and then I think OKC kind of came back, but that was like one of those runs. I think that's when you'll see it, but you won't see it. Like LeBron is obviously going to load manage during games. I mean he. He did that in the first half last night, especially defensively. I don't know if you noticed that, um, Ali, while you were watching, but yeah. yeah, he was he was not like trying to, he was not trying be to be the ball. yeah he, yeah. Like, that, I think this is the first game where he legit like wasn't even focused on that end. Yeah, so you're gonna see that through the stretches, but in that third quarter, they went pretty nuts um, with their run. Yeah. I feel bad because I referenced LeBron like it, you put it well in game load managing. I'm also just I'm fully in favor of that. I just want to make sure I made that clear. <laughs> like, I don't want him tiring himself out. No yeah. more three week groin injuries. That should really be a month and a half. You know, so I don't you, want that. You, if he if he plays, you know, if he takes some plays off, are you going to call him a washed king? <laughs> <laughs> no, believe me, he calls himself a washed king enough that I don't need to do that. <laughs> I'm so curious because he just made another post today, like saying something about like you think I'm washed and something like that. I'm curious if he's going to do this the whole 82 season. <laughs> Dog, that would be incredible. Like, like everyone's like everyone's saying he's great. You're you're the MVP candidate. Blah blah. Still call me washed, huh? <laughs> First round sweep of the Dallas Mavericks, huh? Washed king, huh? <laughs> Luka Doncic as good as me. <laughs> I, I need LeBron to post a this sleep hit different Instagram post, and then like Bro. I know I've, I know I've made it. Like that's that's what. <laughs> Then, then you and Grant are now employees of <laughs> of Spring Hill Entertainment. At that point, <laughs> like, there's just no beating around the bush. Oh man! All right. Speaking of uh, speaking of potentially seeing this team in the playoffs, uh, there was a there was a potential playoff matchup that also happened last night, and because it was the only game on at that time, I did get to watch a fair amount of it. Um, Rockets Clippers. Wow, you're uh, more of a Clipper fan than Laker fan. Wow. <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> he waited for that one. Like that was yeah, I know. That. <laughs> you were holding on to it. You didn't even say that earlier because you wanted to say it then. I had to make sure you didn't get another word out after that before I could say that. <laughs> You're a jerk. You're a jerk. What can I? What can I say? I just wanted to see playoff P, man. Like, <laughs> yo, hey, all right, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, first, first and foremost, um, there were three things I took away from that game. Number one, I hate Patrick Beverly. Uh, number two, this is, I, I like James Harden. Um, and I was afraid that, I, I don't know if we've discussed it on the pot. I really like James Harden. And I was afraid that Russell Westbrook would cost them games, um, and, and sort of take away from the great things that James Harden does. And that's exactly what happened last night. Um, because it was like the, the penultimate Houston possession. They doubled James Harden. James dishes it to Russ and Russ has instantly a lane to the basket and the defender in the corner on PJ Tucker is now closing out to Russell Westbrook. So Russell Westbrook has a lane to the basket to drive in and an open PJ Tucker in the corner. And what does he do? He shoots a three and he's bad at those. So I was pissed. I, I, w- I was mad at that. 
Um, and two, if these teams play in the playoffs, I'm pretty sure Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly are going to end up murdering each other. So those, <laughs> those, those are three things I learned. It's interesting because, like, Russell Westbrook, you saw a moment there where he was, like, slightly shook because he was, like, hesitant as soon as he had the ball. He didn't know whether to attack or shoot. And you could see, like, it was probably in his head he was just, like, thinking at a thousand miles per hour. Uh, but yeah, he should have attacked the basket. Obviously, he should not have taken that. Like, he had a wide open lane. Because they doubled, and, like, Harden had to give it up, and Russell's wide open. But they were down, I believe, by one at that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, the clear choice there was to take it in. Like, you were not a three-point shooter. Like, but the thing is, I actually really like Russell Westbrook. Um, mine is, like, I know he makes a lot of, he messes up quite often, but I do enjoy watching him play. Uh, yeah. but yeah, he, he, he should have attacked the bat. Like, that was clearly the wrong choice. And I think, I think he'll learn that. Like, I think, I don't know, like, it's been tough to, like, you could say in the past he hasn't learned. Why would he learn now? But I think with this new team and, like, with these new circumstances, I think that's something that he can, like, learn. Yeah, and that team also missed Eric Gordon last night, right? I don't think Eric Gordon played. Yeah, he's been, uh, yeah. He's been hurt for a little while. Yeah, it's really cool, like, on uh, NBA Twitter, like, it, that was the only game going on, so everybody was kind of watching at the same time. Yeah. Well, and everyone's like, no one knows who to root for other than the Clipper Rocket fans, um, just to watch that at the same time, but... Watching Houston, like, I I don't know, like, when, when I watch them play, I don't fear them as, like, a playoff matchup. I don't know what you guys think, but when I, when I see them, I don't really fear how we would defend them. Um, I feel like you would have kind of AD at the five and just try to make sure that Harden kind of doesn't go insane. Um, how do you see we match up with them? Uh, I think we match up pretty pretty well. You, you throw, obviously, you're going to throw Danny Green, Avery Bradley, KCP on them, on uh, Harden. Mm-hmm. I... I want to say, like, I don't, I have no worries against them. But the only mm-hmm. thing is, like, against Harden, you never know what's going to happen. Like, he yeah. could end up having a game where he goes to the line, like, 25 times and just gets your whole team in foul trouble. It's just moments like that. But that could happen for a game or two. But in a seven-game series, I, I, I think I think they'll be just fine. Plus, I don't see them having an answer. Like, they have Capella, but I just don't see them having an answer for AD. Like, I think AD eats up Capella. Yeah. I agree with that for one. I, I don't think there's an answer for AD. Also, I know that like when you get to the playoffs and you get to like possession by possession, it's about talent and it's about who has the best talent. But I think the thing about the Rockets is it's all about how you defend James Harden first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Like they can they can have Russ, but it, it starts and ends with James Harden, and that's all about first of all first of all it's about the the strategy you're using to to defend him, whether that's like. Pop saying we sit on his hip and we give him a driving lane to ensure that we don't foul him on a shot mm-hmm. so that we can always see what's what's going on. Or it's Luke Walton saying you put your hands behind your back so that you <laughs> know you're not going to foul and you just make him beat you in, in quote-unquote real basketball instead of playing into his, his foul games. So right. as long as as long as the players stick to the defensive uh, you know, I strategy or identity, then I think like d- d- defending them is a lot easier than it seems. And I trust this team and Frank Vogel and the staff to come up with a strategy and execute that strategy to a T. So I'm not exactly where I think we match up pretty well against them. The only the X factor is, of course, is are we going to get last night's Russell Westbrook that's shooting threes in crunch time? Or are we going to get the Russell Westbrook that puts his head down and tries to dunk on Dwight Howard? Um, so I, I think I think Russell's the X factor there. Like I'm not afraid of defending Harden. I don't think they can guard AD. I think we match up pretty well against them. Do you see like Westbrook? I don't know his lift kind of looks different than this than last year. Like he had like a couple plays where he could have kind of just dunked on Lou Williams, or I think it was someone else, and he just kind of laid the ball up and he he missed pretty badly. And his I don't know his like athleticism looks 
a lot different this year. Well, one, he, he I mean, he is getting up there in age. Yeah, um, that's true. But also, there's a chance, I think he still does get up there. I think mm-hmm. it's just him, you know, kind of protecting his knees. Like I said, he's getting older, so those plays can, you know, be more harmful on your body. Right, right. Uh, so maybe he's just, like, saving those. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. I, I don't really, like, fear him in a playoff series, I guess. Like, I... I feel like him and Harden kind of take turns in what they do in terms of on offense. But, um, yeah, James Harden might be the most, like, frustrating player to watch your team play against, though. Yeah, oh, easily. But, There's no, there is no but, question about it. I love watching Rockets games, and I hate watching Rockets versus Laker games. I agree <laughs> with you 100%. I actually, I love, do you guys hate him? Do you guys hate the way he plays? I love the way he plays. So, I, I think it's fun to watch, um, with highlights. Like, I love watching James Harden highlights of him dribbling and, like, shooting. But mm-hmm. watching a full game of James Harden, I don't enjoy, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like, I like watching it in spurts. I don't like watching it in full. That's very fair, actually. Yeah. It's, like, a very deliberate, like, basketball. It's, And I feel like I've seen this movie, like, three times already. Like, I've seen what these step-backs turn into when it's a possession-by-possession possession against a really talented team. You know what I mean? Like, I've just seen what happens when he when he tries to do that. Yeah. Dude, Patrick Patrick Beverly's about to be signed by the WWE after he retires. He sells. There's that one clip of him like Harden at the three point line where he like kind of throws like he doesn't really throw his elbow. He just like kind of does. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Beverly like that looked like a one two punch from James Harden the way he sold that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know when he was in the corner. Yeah, when Harden was in the corner. Dude, his yeah. head flopped back and like he sold like I could totally picture him in the WWE doing that. <laughs> It was like he got shot twice. I yeah. felt like I was watching The Wire again. Like, <laughs> outrageous. And I'm like, referees don't think that's... Co- like, no human contact causes that. Like, Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I just... He, he's... I, and it's funny, because every, to every Clipper fan I talk to, they love Patrick Beverly. And I don't blame him. Like, if he was on our team, I feel like we'd think the same exact thing. Like, we'd love the antics. But just <laughs> him being on the opposing team, you're just watching it like, what is what is happening? <laughs> him, Rondo, and Avery Bradley are going to be quite, like, the thing to see in a playoff series. Like, how they... How they interact and go at each other. Oh, like sure. I, That's those matchups. Like, like you said, like the like <laughs> those Westbrook against Beverly or Rondo against Beverly. Like those matchups are going to be like what people will look for in the playoffs. The halftime show should just be Rondo and Pat Bev kicking each other in the nuts for three minutes straight. <laughs> 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 that was a joke for me. I found that funnier than both of you. <laughs> all. I was like, "Where's that going?" I don't know, but. <laughs> um. Uh, do we, we we don't have to talk about the Clippers. I don't want to talk about the Clippers anyway. <laughs> there, our, our, I, our, go ahead. Sorry. I was I was gonna say like I feel like it's pretty clear what their closing lineup's gonna be though now, right? Like I think people kind of question whether Harkless would close, but it looks pretty clear. It's gonna be Lou Will, Harrell, and then uh, PG um, Kawhi, right? Like that's gonna be their. Listen, their... this is, this is me being a realist. Uh, hmm. They're a scary team. Like, oh, hundred percent. Having like, Lou Williams and then like Paul George. And Kawhi Leonard and being like, why don't you guys just go out there and, and take a shot for the last last second win? Like, I, they're Lakers. I think still have some improvement to do um, mm-hmm. to figure that out. But I think in the long haul, the Lakers are going to be the better team. It's just I think that the Clippers are like they're they're the Lakers like biggest and like not enemy, but they're the biggest threat like easily. It's like hands down them. Yeah. No, that that team is effing good. Like, there's, yeah. it's it's scary. It, yeah. It's kind of like I don't know if it surprised you, but I'm surprised like how much it's Lou Will and Kawhi like on the ball. You know what I mean? Like, it's 
basically them two with maybe Paul George like spotting. Like I thought it'd be more Paul George and Kawhi on the ball, um, but. Yeah, that team is really dangerous. It's, and it's worked for Paul George because, like, yeah, it let's is. just be real. Like, he's been hitting some clutch shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. worked for Paul George. Yeah. I still hate Paul George, but, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's been good. Yeah, as much as I want to, you know, just, like, say I hate Paul like, you know, like, say he sucks. Like, I, I sometimes I just got to be honest. But then afterwards, I can be like, but he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it, it hurts to say because I still harbor some resentment towards him, but he has been really good. I just hope he stubs his big toe every day, every morning he wakes up. Just a quick stub of the toe. Really quick, did you see him lie again in an interview? Like, No. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, I always wanted to team up with Kawhi. Um, I actually <laughs> requested a trade to the Spurs in 2017. I was like, no, you didn't. That's not... No. That's not at all. A year ago, you just made like a video where you said, I grew up as a Laker fan. I wanted to be. And then he went a year later and said, I wanted to be a Clipper fan. Like, it's... No, it's like a very known thing that he like, he will always like just choose, like say what he wants to certain reporters, depending <laughs> on how he thinks fans will feel about it. Yeah, but he thinks we don't have like video recording. Like we don't have like a, I don't know, like a history of this. Like it's, it's very weird. <laughs> like, do we live in 1985? Like we have cell phones. <laughs> we remember we can pull it up instantly. Yeah. Enough, Paul George. He's <laughs> yeah, about to. He's he's about to become a bleep name on this podcast. I'm not gonna lie. We haven't bleeped his name yet. I thought we did that already. No. Don't, Ollie. Don't. <laughs> don't even. Oh my god. All right. Pull I wonder if people water. still don't know what he's saying right there. Like, <laughs> like people yeah, are like, like, we have new <laughs> listeners, bro. We we haven't referenced that. Uh, not at all. I got it. Not at all. It's the guy who played for the Celtics, and he wore number 34. Anytime we say his name, it gets bleeped. One of the most uh, overrated legends of all time, if you ask me, but it is what it is. Uh, That's no way to talk about. I was trying to think of a 34 for Boston, and I was like, I can't think of that. (laughs) That's no way to talk about Shaq and another number. (laughs) Um. Shaq didn't wear number 34. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's always so weird to me that Shaq played for the Celtics. Every time that gets brought up, I'm like that. That like I feel like I push that away from my mind. Like I don't believe okay. that happened. Did, did now Shaq definitely was on the roster, and he definitely yeah. suited <laughs> up and checked in. <laughs> he got a check. Let's just, let's just finish it at that. He played for the Celtics like I played high school football. All right. No, I just ate the gummy bears until we were down by fifty, and they were like, "Rick, get in there!" And then I had to swallow twenty five gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened <clears throat> anyway that was revealing and sad all right anything else before we move on to uh general nba news oh you know what i did want to say one thing when we talk about the clippers and like how we match up against them uh, and this might be you know pres- presumptuous of me i'm under the impression that the, this lakers roster is not a final product i i believe they're not either i think there's okay. one move there's one or two moves coming in the deadline or like where, like, you know, uh, uh, a player gets waved away from, like, another move. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one more wing, probably defender, is uh, the guy is sitting in Memphis, Golden State, wherever he's at. Yeah, that guy. Steph Curry? Who, Dylan Brooks? <laughs> we don't need Dylan Brooks. Oh, I mean, you meant Marshawn Brooks. Brooks. No, I think it's Marshawn Brooks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hope the Lakers make sure before they sign one of them. Yeah, yeah, Andre. We'll bring you Andre. Yeah. He's on your South Bay team. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know Andre Ingram's not on the team. <laughs> I thought he was, no. Andre Ingram's on the South Bay team. Yeah, oh, he is. is he actually? Yeah. Oh, I thought he wasn't on it anymore. I told you my little sister met him. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he's because he he he's from Richmond. He used to be a teacher at Highland Springs High School in Richmond, and he was at a Richmond Flying Squirrels game, which is minor league baseball. And my sister got a picture with him, and she sent it to our, our whole family, like my other sister, me, and our parents. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, "Who in the world is that old man you're taking a picture with?" And I'm like, "Whoa, who are you talking to?" They're they're like, "Get away from him, stranger danger!" No, and I'm mom, like, "Get more pictures, mom." No, he's the goat. <laughs> yeah exactly it's wild i went to a south bay game last year and you could just tell he's like the oldest guy like he has like white hair and and all that you see all these like 20 year olds kind of trying to shoot around and you just see andre ingram right there like he just he looks like the old guy at the wreck right. he will drop 50 on me if I, <laughs> on a game of one a one-on-one first to 50 it'll be zero to 50 oh for sure but he'd be oh. so nice about it too he's like hey like you know keep going like <laughs> you know what you should do there you should actually hit at your foot <laughs> you know what i'll let you have these two points <laughs> I, I don't i don't know if you guys saw this but like when the lakers played the warriors and then uh, i think marquise chris did something and dwight howard was like teaching the warriors were down like 30 and dwight howard was like giving him tips or whatever and mark jackson's like you can't give him tips like you're like dominating him and you can't be like going and teaching right now that's funny whenever i see mark marquise chris's name because you know it's not like there's it's q u e s e you know, Mark Marquise. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I always, I always see it, and I think in my head, Marquise Chris. <laughs> so I call him Marquise. I don't know. <laughs> Marquise F, baby. <laughs> I knew someone was gonna add a punchline to that joke. <laughs> okay. Well, um, the Lakers do play. Movie. Sorry. Oh, are we just quoting Wayne now? Yeah. Sorry, that's my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you thinking of a line? No, no, no. I no, I don't ever have to think of a Wayne line. I have that ready to go. Wait, you didn't do what the F is for or something? Like no, you, you just said it. you just said Weezy F baby and didn't say what the F is for? The F is for phenomenal. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the sleep is, the F is for different, as in the sleep is different. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. The Lakers play tonight. They play Memphis? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. John Morant. Yeah. That is actually pretty interesting. I'm curious to see how uh You know what happened last Ray. time they played, right? We won. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was just like, <laughs> Anthony, like, Anthony like we beat the brakes off them. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but AD had a 40-20 game. Oh, yes. All oh, right, right. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in my head like, I'm in my head like, we won by 40? Like, what am I missing here? Close. I forgot. That was, that was the 40-20 game for sure. He's going to get no calls tonight, huh? I actually want to look up who's officiating that game to see. You think uh, Laker fans in the arena will start a We Want Tacos chant? That's when it happened last time. Or not We Want Tacos, sorry. Taco Tuesday. Uh, if they start a Taco Tuesday chant in Memphis, <laughs> <laughs> like just give us the title now. <laughs> That's All right. right. Um, I would actually prefer a We Want Tacos chant in Memphis. I think that would be a lot funnier. Yeah, that would be yeah, that would that would be hilarious. I'm pretty sure they have great tacos though. And they known for like their like soul food though. Is that like what you know in Memphis? Like barbecue. Yeah. Like we want barbecue or something like that. Like do a little better. We want BBQ. There you go. We're gonna move on to the next segment. Nope, 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 nope. We're moving on. Nope. I don't care if someone gave it to you on navigation, don't go there. All right, that was actually that was a Wayne quote. So, <laughs> all right, so well done. Uh, are, you, are you about to play Lil Wayne? 
He's got the Carter Five on deck over here. Is that what's your favorite Wayne project? He's Ooh, that's tough. Right. Ali, do you, you know? Uh, probably nothing was the same. <laughs> oh man, man, <laughs> that's funny. That's my that's my favorite Drake album. But like, don't do that. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really listening to. It. I was like, damn. I wonder what Ali's favorite Wayne project is. And I was like, what? Honestly, it's it's like with Wayne, I don't have a favorite album with him. Like I with artists, I do, but with Wayne, I don't really have it. It's just more so songs with him for me. Oh, well, how did the, the, the I know I knew how that there. was gonna go. I knew Please, how that was go. I don't even want like linguistic confusion. I don't even want no. <laughs> Honestly, like this just sounds weird, but it might be like Dedication Four has like my favorite like hits from him. If that makes sense, wow. like that's just like my favorite that I listen to consistently, but. I like Carter Four is probably his yeah, best I, I album. Was say anything is Carter Four. Yeah, Carter Four is probably my favorite album, but I listen to Dedication Four a lot more. Like I just, I like it a lot. Or I'm sorry for the wait too. One of those. Okay, I, I I figured you as a no ceilings kind of guy to be honest. I did like it, but it just feels like I don't know. It feels so long ago now that I like mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like more recent music. No ceilings is good, but I don't know. like have you heard Have you heard I'm sorry for the wait too? Like, that's yes, yes, of course. Uh, okay. I'm a big uh, Dedication 5 fan. Like, the the second one, though. Oh, not okay. the reloaded one. Um, even though the first one had Yeezy sneakers, which was really good. But the second mm-hmm. one's fire. I I really like the first Dedication. Like, it's not... It's pre, like, super, like, punchline every line, Wayne. Like, mm-hmm. there's some throwaway lines. But it's just... The swag is impeccable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dedication 5 is really good, too. That one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, we'll, we'll go into that. We'll go... We'll, <laughs> that that tangent can go forever. We'll talk about Wayne more in the future. Um, so far, Gone was pretty good too. Oh my god, dude, dude, dude! What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? This is wild. Uh, all right, <laughs> we got we got to end this soon. So let's <laughs> let's talk about the news that just happened earlier this morning. Uh, Woj and Zach Lowe reported that the NBA is strongly considering reseeding the conference finalists into a Final Four structure, adding an in-season tournament and a postseason play-in tournament. Um, I'm assuming this is on the um, on the heels of the, the the ratings bonanza that's occurring right now because the ratings are down from last season. Uh, first of all, I think that's I think any any reaction to that is a silly overreaction. Obviously, it's not silly; it's millions of dollars. But I think there's valid reasons for why the ratings are down that have nothing to do with the lack of an in season tournament. Um, so let's let's just go over what what is. Um, What's being proposed? Mm-hmm. So right now they're talking about uh, the final four conference finalists. So you know the, the the teams that face off in the conference finals will be reseeded, and they just play. You know, worst plays the best, middle two play each other, mm-hmm. irrespective of conference. There's also a thirty team in season tournament that's being proposed. So that's an in season tournament that occurs, like you know, the, you have what I think it's something like six games that are just a part of the schedule. Um, and that's the the round the the uh, what single round the first round the sort of round robin or the group stage of the tournament and then uh, the winners each divisional winner of that tournament and plus the the next two best teams so eight teams total the best team in the divisions and then the two teams with the next best records go into a single elimination tournament um, and that's there's some incentive monetary uh, that that's being pushed for that and then a postseason play-in tournament involving the seven eight nine ten seeds of each conference uh, playing in for the last two uh, last two seeds uh, of the playoffs in each conference. 
sorry, I wanted to can I interrupt really quick. No, no, th- go ahead. So for that seven, eight, nine, ten um, portion of it, uh-huh. uh, like how does that work? Because like for example, at the end of the year, then they won't try that hard. But I'm guessing seven <coughs> and eight get home court advantage in that game to see who gets in. Because I was thinking, like, why would those teams try near the end then? You know what I mean? So, no, the seventh seed would actually host the eighth seed. And that, that team earns the seventh spot. And then the ninth seed would host the tenth seed. And the winner of that game would face the loser of the 7-8 matchup for the final playoff spot. Mm, okay. So, seven would have home court advantage. And then nine would, nine would have home court advantage. And then eight would have home court advantage for that second matchup. It's super complicated. <laughs> See, I, okay, I, I, I like that they're trying to bring, like, change. Here's the thing, though. Like, with the tournament, I get that there's going to be incentives and stuff. But for players like Kawhi and LeBron, they don't they don't care. No. No, they wouldn't play in that tournament, like, at all. Yeah, exactly. And, no. like, here's the thing, though. Does that tournament affect their record, like, their season record? Well, see, here's the thing. Are, you're talking about the play-in tournament? Yeah. Like or the, the in-season in, tournament? After Thanksgiving. Oh, no, that's, so that's, that's the in-season tournament. Yeah, so, that's the one. Yeah. Remember, the, fir- the first, what, six games, the, the round robin, the group stage, those games are, like, those are going to be scheduled games. Like, regular season games. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're just game. There's like six games of your schedule in a certain window that then go towards the, your your quote unquote tournament exactly. record. Exactly. But those, but they count as your regular season record, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. But like they're expecting players to play even harder those games because there's incentives, right? I don't think I don't necessarily think they're expecting you to play harder. I think the expectation is they want you to take those regular season games seriously, not play harder as if it's a separate tournament, because that, that's the reason the regular season games. At some point, like, you know, especially if you're in the West, regular season games matter. So those six regular season games, it's not like they're going to say, oh, these are just the tournament games. These don't matter. They matter, because if you, if you lose six games in the West at that time, okay, well, now you're guaranteed to not have home court advantage right. in, the, in the playoffs. <laughs> You know, um, so I think that's why the regular season games because they want you to take them as seriously as the regular season. Have they released what the incentives are for that in season tournament or no? It's, it's probably just, money. I okay. think it's. I think money is the only uh, okay viable option. I think like I don't know compensatory draft picks. Like even if that they're at the end of the second round, like undrafted guys get picked up for training camps every year mm-hmm. or, or give roster spot. Even if you get the chance to like choose from the pick of the litter at, at, at 60, 61 and sixty two. Uh, you know, pick sixty one and sixty two. Like, I think that's worth something. Yeah. Um, it maybe this might be an issue, but maybe like you know, maybe you get an exception, or if you're if you're if you're a taxpayer, you get to not pay the repeater for that year. You don't qualify as a repeater. Like, there's there's incentives that can make it attractive uh-huh. for organizations to take the game seriously. Exactly. Right. In terms of players, though, they, yeah. they they're they're just going to be games. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. That's but why, I don't think that's like they're already just games. So yeah, so that's why I I do find that a bit of an issue. And then, but I will say the playoff, the way the playoffs works, where um like the last four teams, like you play against the East, and it could be like two East teams or two West teams playing against each other. Like I mean, uh, in like this the finals, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, I, and I'm actually I'm in favor of the whole play in tournament too. To be honest with you, I think that's pretty cool. I'm not in favor of the short season. Well, it's three. They're going from eighty two to seventy. Nine like, is that what it said? Like that, but even like those three games can ruin like someone's records. Like you can't compare it to like previous records. Then, so I I feel the same way. I think at the end of the day, this I, I'm like staunchly against fewer games. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna have to get over it. Like I I think um it it's, it pains me to say we're not going backwards with this. Like 
it'll it'll just never be the same. It'll never be the same. That, I, I, great album. I, wow. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't think we'll ever get less games though. Like, because you'd have to turn in the BRI, right? Like the basketball re- uh, revenue income. Like, would you would have to like the players would have to give less, and I don't think that would ever happen. Like, I they're never trading less games like I, I just don't see it happening what if if there were less games the games would take on more importance so that people would watch the games more but does that make up for the loss in games in terms of money you know what i mean like I, uh, uh, that is above my pay grade i, just, I just don't think it does <laughs> no I, I know i'm just, I'm just messing <laughs> no with no you. I, I just see people like advocating for 58 games like where you play um every opponent once in your division like three times i'm like that's never happening like no, no, they're, yeah, that, they're never cutting out 20 games like that's 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 uh that's that's Twitter hypothesizing. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll never cut that. Min- That's ridiculous. No, but there's legit like respected individuals who you know are bringing that up or like really like are advocating for that. Like 58 yeah, games. Yeah, and Galileo said the Earth revolved, <laughs> the Sun revolved around the Earth. Like I'm not, I'm being obviously I'm being flippant, but like you're you're the one that's right. Yeah, we're yeah. never gonna play 58 games. Yeah, that's never way happening. too little money. I'm advocating yeah. for the preseason to be short, and I think the preseason should be like three games, not whatever. It's like seven right now. What is it? Like six, seven. Yeah, six. Yeah, I would rather have three for that. I think it goes on for way too long. Should be it should be a week, man. Yeah, it should be a week. Exactly. It, the the issue is so th- this is the problem. It becomes about business, right? The preseason isn't just the preseason. It's trips to China, which are supposed to be great business opportunities and not worldwide crises. <laughs> um, it's it's the it's the 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 games in in Mexico City. It's the mm-hmm. games in arenas not that are NBA arenas to to sort of spread the market. The the preseason is a business opportunity right now. That I, I, obviously it's it's for the players to get back in shape and train in camp, blah blah blah. But there's so much business that goes on to the preseason that it first of all it'll always exist. It'll never not exist. But in order for you to do those international trips, those those you know those setups in, in non NBA arenas, mm-hmm. you need a chunk of time, and, and it's tough to imagine it getting smaller than the two weeks it already is. Yeah, no, no I'm fine with the preseason. Like I like that the Lakers come to. Ontario and play games sometimes, like in where where I'm at. So it's I don't I don't know. I think it's fine the the preseason, but I don't think like we need to really shorten the games. Like I feel like people like Kawhi and all that are gonna sit out the games that they want to anyway. Like you're not gonna change that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I guarantee you, if the season was like sixty five games, people would, yeah people would still sit out. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, like you wouldn't solve totally it. would. Kawhi would just play 55 instead. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's people that, like, there's a reason why LeBron has played 90 plus games every year except for one. You know what I mean? Like, there's people who do this and there's people who sit out. And, like, yeah. they're going to be the same people. Yeah. Um, there's cowards quick, and not cowards, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> some people shoot threes and some people don't. Um, sorry. I, we were talking about Kawhi, but then I switched the flip. Um, so, two, two things for me on this. One, I... Like I said, I like the play-in tournament. I, I like the idea of an in-season tournament, mm-hmm. but what is being proposed right now, like, I, I like the idea of working in regular season games, but, like, there's no, like, it's just, it's not, it's not interesting yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, watching guys play for an extra, like, million dollars, like, that's not interesting yet. Like, yeah. I would love to see if those regular season games, you know, you, you use those games and then, I don't know, maybe the, maybe the G League teams play the elimination round and they can borrow, like, you know, the two-way guys from the big league. Like, make it interesting, you know, and, like, change the game. Mm-hmm. No one's going to care about, 
you know, those, those the I don't know, the days after Thanksgiving when there's not a lot of games, and now all of a sudden we have this single elimination tournament for a million dollars. Like, or, or they, they were proposing, you know, maybe doing it at All-Star break, having like a Final Four at All-Star break. Like that, the players don't want to do that, and the fans don't care about that. So I, I think there needs to be some tinkering there. But the whole reason this is being discussed is because the ratings are down, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But, like, what is the hand-wringing? Like, duh, millions of dollars. But, like, maybe the ratings are down because the greatest team since Bill Russell's Celtics just got dismantled. Like, maybe the ratings are down because we just had this epic battle of the best play, possibly the best player ever against possibly the most talented team ever, battled in the finals, like, five straight times. Like, the ratings are down because there's an ebb and flow. And, like, like... That ratings are down, too, because, like... Big time players are hurt. Like, look at Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Like, they're not playing in games. Like, like we're right. making fundamental changes to the business of the NBA because, like, five superstars are injured, and we're like, <laughs> we like, we can't create a balloon. Like, business isn't always going to be booming. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, maybe if the Lakers and AD win a championship and LeBron retires, like, we can have AD be like, like, let the storylines be storylines, man. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like it's a small overreaction, but you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the league also gets more views during like a super team, right? And you don't really have one right now that kind of does it. But I feel like the, this is what the league wanted. They wanted like a bunch of really good teams, and they have it. Um, like you said, a lot of stars are out. That probably goes into that. And then the games being later. I don't know. There's a lot of things that go. I don't think viewership is just ratings. Like, if you go look at the like highlights on YouTube and all that, like they're way up. Like, I don't know. I just, no, I just I, don't think the ratings is everything. I really think the ratings, like the big part of it is injuries. Like not just that. Look, Kawhi and Paul George weren't playing in the beginning. Kawhi's resting. Paul George wasn't playing. Maybe the Clipper games are down because of that. There's, like I said, Steph Curry isn't playing games. Kevin Durant isn't playing games. Kyrie Irving right now isn't playing games. Like, there's so many parts to it. It's like, can you imagine if they were all healthy? Like, I'm sure if there was a matchup of Clippers versus Brooklyn Nets, like, that would have a lot, a high amount of ratings or a high amount yeah. of viewers. I also think Raj was right to a degree, too. It's like, the, the league has, like, sort of put itself in place to, like, appeal to the younger generation by, like, being socially progressive and, like, being forward-thinking, like, uh, with, with promoting their players on social media and such. And, like, I think it's it's generational. Like, my sisters are Warriors fans. Like, they love the Warriors. It, it hurts me. They love the Warriors. But, like, they don't watch games, but they'll sit there and watch House of Highlights. They'll sit there and look at, like, the Warriors' Twitter account until they're blue in the face. You know what I'm saying? And, like, if we're going to appeal to the – we – if the NBA is going to appeal to <laughs> well, the – Well, I mean <laughs> – <laughs> with the royal we if they're gonna appeal to the younger generation like find ways to market to the younger generation don't go back like because what is what is adding what is changing the way the shape of like i get you're saying like okay people pay less attention to an 82 game season but so they're gonna pay more attention to a 79 game season with a mini <laughs> tournament inside like no like yeah. If you want to do something, do something drastic. Don't like don't don't take this half measure, which really just it messes up records. It gives more money to the players in a way that like is kind of weird and like doesn't really incentivize organizational like consistency. Which for some like for some people is half the reason they don't like the NBA in the first place. There's no organizational consistency. There's no dynasties anymore because players are moving. Like you have to create recreate the product in a way that caters to what we're trying to do rather than. Like just like change it for the sake of changing it because ratings are down. Like it, it seems, it seems a little directionless to me, at least. Right. Also, the NBA dominates news for like eleven months. Right. I think. I think yeah. August is like the only slow month. But I mean, even July, the free agency. But this is what that looks like. I mean, when you dominate all year, fans don't have to be in in a 
December game and you know what I mean on, on like the first week of December or whatever yeah. because they know I mean that's what that looks like so I think like overreacting against the ratings is kind of foolish for now but like it's good to have a forward thinking league like you said like to have one that actually is going to talk about these issues none of these things are like for sure going to be passed right I mean these mm-hmm. are all just discussions they have to pass through the NBA Players Association the owners have to agree to it things like that so but yeah yeah you're right. Uh, it's it's forward thinking, and that's all that matters. And at the end of the day, we could all be baseball fans and watching our sport die, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I just got a dirty look. Man. I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> New seeds, playoff seeds, first seeds, pumping seeds, doesn't matter. Lakers and four. Lakers and four. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to continue. We were going to say it at the same time. All right. Well, that was a surprisingly intellectual discussion that started off uh, <laughs> for a pod that started off about potato eggs and honey. <laughs> so. Listen, man, that works. All right. It's good. If you want to throw some hot sauce on there, have sweet and spicy potato eggs. Ooh. But, all right. Well, um, I don't know. Lakers are the best team in the league. What else can you say? You know, 50 and 30 for AD tonight, perhaps? No, I guarantee you they play. He plays under 30 minutes. Guarantee? Uh, guarantee, but with a lowercase g. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) this has been The Forum. Peace.